2: This is Medjinomics with a friend of Megagoria.
3: By now you know that we're in war. We're expansion here at Keritas. We just found out our email list was dropped with no notice. They just pulled it from us. Guess what the reason was for it? So yes, tell us what the reason is. They
4: wouldn't provide detailed specifics, but their words were... The site or the content you wish to send violates our terms of service.
3: So the message violates evil. So who's evil? We or they? We've been seeing things for months interfering with our sites, our ranking, and everything. The devil hates it. So he'll do everything to stop us. Our content is nothing compared to the garbage that's on the Internet. And you who have followed, you know that. So why did they come up and do this? Because truth is to be buried. And we're in a moment of truth to come into life. We're going to do a broadcast tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. That's going to be June 5th, 2020. And it's going to unveil everything and answer your questions or your thoughts or your wrong thoughts about what's going on now. America is burning. What's behind it? Who's behind it? How's it happening? Why is it happening? You will get the answers. You need to spread to everybody to be tuning in tomorrow night before eight o'clock and block out an hour and a half to maybe two hours. We're still putting it together. It's a must listen to. You want to immediately start spreading it to everybody else. You want to, Promo it right now before it starts, because we don't know if we can keep it out there and it. And if people Google it, they won't be getting it, because they're getting very active. And what we're going to be showing you and tell you, you're not getting it out there. We've done several days of research through the eyes of the messages to expose what is happening now and where we're going. I want to give you some pre-instructions. You get a pad of paper and you get a pen tomorrow night because what we're going to give you is some sources for you to research. You have to see it yourself. It's extremely important for you to write down the resources we give you because you won't be able to Google it. You won't be able to find it. We found some things a couple of years ago is buried. And if you don't know how to get to it, you won't get to it the search engines won't get you there. So you got to know exactly how to get it and you need to propagate it. I'm going to tell you beforehand, you immediately start spreading it to everybody because the lie that has been going on for decades is about to be exposed. In the book of Jeremiah 23, 1 through 4, Woe to the pastors that destroy and tear the sheep of my pasture saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, to the pastors that feed my people, you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you for the evil of your doings, saith the Lord, and I will gather together the remnant of my flock out of all the lands into which I have cast them out. That sounds like what a lady's doing in Medjugorje. She's gathering everybody together because the flock is scattered. And I will gather together the remnant of my flock out of all the lands into which I have cast them out, and I will make them return to their own fields. Well, wow, that sounds like the Corona Vision. They return to their own fields. The little hamlets. Why? Because the churches are too mega. They're too big. And this is not something just come up recently. 15, 25 years ago, I saw there's something wrong with the churches. They're too mega, too many families. What is a parish it has got 1,500 families? Multiply that by average three or four per family. What do you got? You don't got community. You don't got intimacy. You don't got friendship. You have not ability to do that. The army and the military shows that a platoon can't be over a hundred. Why? Because after that they start forming cliques, and then camaraderie is not there anymore. I went to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, to speak. I walked around the block. There was an Irish church on one corner. On the next corner was a German. The next corner was Italian, and the next was English. Right there, a block and a half. And each church had only 100 plus people in them. And beautiful churches. Which I have cast them out, and I will make them return to their own fields, and they shall increase and be multiplied. And I will set up pastors over them, and they shall feed them. They shall fear no more, and they shall not be dismayed, and none shall be wanting for their number, saith the Lord. We got a pagan who ran for president. Many would say he an atheist, not a believer or whatever. And then we find out that he never drank alcohol his whole life. He never did drugs. He honored his parents. He raised good kids. He took care of his ex-wives. And you say, oh, yeah, well, he's not supposed to be married. But still, these are the virtues we're talking about. And probably his ex-wives, and what it is, is bad pastoring to the whole culture, because even the church hasn't been strong enough about marriage. He married before having children. He paid his father back. He truly loves people he works with. He loves our country. And you say the moral compass is bad? Talking about President Trump. Read Revelations. What I just told you was a comment. About Trump, this president has done more than all the presidents in recent history in regards to abortion. They don't even come close to what Trump has done. I bring all this up because Trump, a couple of days ago with Melania, went to the John Paul II shrine in Washington. He knelt down in front of the tabernacle with Melania and prayed. This is good. This is walking more toward virtue. What's the problem with it? What is a church supposed to be about? It's supposed to be open doors even to sinners. And I haven't seen any Christian from Nixon to Jimmy Carter to Clinton's, the Bushes, all through these has done more to do the moral compass closer to Christianity. So we got the Archbishop, Wilton Gregory, who used to be the bishop in Atlanta, Georgia. So he was transferred from Atlanta and he's the Archbishop over Washington DC. So he's in a big, big position. And this is what he says about Trump and Melania visiting St. John Paul II's National Shrine. He says, I find it baffling and reprehensible that any Catholic facility would allow itself to be so egregiously misused and manipulated. What is this guy talking about? What kind of statement is this? I respect you as Archbishop, but I don't respect what you're saying. He continues with this statement, misused and manipulated in a fashion that violates our religious principles. I don't have any idea of the religious principles or what this Archbishop is talking about. He continues, which calls us to defend the rights of all people, even those whom we might disagree. Well, that's hypocritical. If you don't agree with Trump, how come you're not defending his right to be there? Hypocrite. Continuing with Gregory's statement, St. John Paul II was an ardent defender of the rights and dignity of human beings. His legacy bears vivid witness to that truth. He certainly would not condone the use of tear gas and other deterrents to silence, scatter, and intimidate them for a photo opportunity in front of a place of a worship of peace. This is what's wrong with the church people. This is why we're in trouble. This is why Jeremiah says, Woe to the pastors. What is happening to our church? This is beyond What we need to hear at this moment. All he's doing is throwing gasoline on the fire. Archbishop Gregory's statement was tons of comments who jumped down his throat for what he said. You're going to hear a few of them now.
4: Uh, This is from Theo West. He says, why I no longer donate to any part of the hierarchy. Only my parish and non-Catholic charities. I'll go back to a poor church with mass and homes before I'll support these vermin. Did
3: you hear that? The Corona vision. a few houses of Hamlet. This is where we're going. This is a future. Even the people that are not aware of this are saying this in this comment. Continue.
4: Frank, Frank Furter says, not only is this not apostolic of Archbishop Gregory, it is also not even Christian. I would be ashamed if you were my bishop or even pastor of my church. Your statement was wrong and sinful. Anne says, as a practicing and devout Catholic and as someone who has attended masses and events at churches in D.C., I'm appalled and offended by the archbishop's statement. If it were Biden and Pelosi, both Catholics, but pro-choice who visited the shrine, would the archbishop have criticized them?
3: Did he say anything to Biden because he married two men in his house as vice president? Nothing from Gregory. But he's got a lot to say now. You're biased.
4: Another person says the bishop is proving he is a non-essential.
3: Amen. Uh, Diane. Wait, says- wait, wait, wait. Let me interrupt you. Okay. People might think, oh, I'm too angry about this. I'm angry about that. Jesus had... Righteous anger, there's there's hateful anger, there's righteous anger. This guy is tearing the church up. This is what's wrong. Why should we not be angry? How much longer do we have to tolerate these things? With many in the church aligned up with the evil left.
4: I'm waiting for your statement to rioters and looters who have now cost people jobs, committed assault and murder, Cost owners their businesses as they try to emerge from COVID and much more. Where is the sympathy for the elderly who now have nowhere to cash a check or shop? Another person says this type of demagoguery is why I'm about to walk away from the church. When did Jesus appoint you God and the arbiter of person soul? Have you ever talked with Donald Trump? Have you ministered to him? I thought we were told to go to the sinner and help him.
3: We've heard from so many people over the years that's driven away from the church because they're not getting food, and it's from the pulpit. It's not the Eucharist. That's not the problem. We have no guts, no standing up, and no strength. And what I was saying earlier about righteous anger, you say, oh, that's wrong. Well, why did St. Bernard come out of the pulpit when somebody hollered at him and punched him in the nose? We have very few real men in the pulpit today. And if you don't see that, you're an ostrich with your head in the ground.
4: My condolences to D.C. Archdiocese to have such a vapid and disingenuous man as its bishop. Atlantans were sad to see him moved to another diocese instead of being forced to retire when he wasted millions of money left for all of our diocese and he spent much of it on himself. Another person says, this is shameful. St. John Paul II was instrumental in peacefully bringing down totalitarianism in Poland and the USSR. Our president could use his intercession right now. May the scales fall from your eyes. Another person writes, may Mary, the mother of the church, wash out your mouth with soap.
3: That's a good one. <laughs> a good one. Actually, I wish your mouth would just speak to us. And just, why do we have an audience across the whole world? I just got a feedback in Sudan, Africa. Said they love what they're hearing. Another one's from the United Arab Emirates. And the woman said, and she could have been a Muslim, that she read about fasting, something I'd written. And she said, I was so happy when I did it. I just want to share my joy with you. So why don't we have a puppet to the world? And the puppet in front of us gives us little to nothing. Yes, there's a few priests up there. But if they get too popular, you know what happens? They get squashed. Uh, This person actually makes a quote from Charles
4: Spurgeon and says, "No Christ in your sermon, sir? Then go home and never preach again until you have something worth preaching. Another person says, You can put out a statement about this, but not for the actual burning of the church. You are a false shepherd that's upset that our nation's president would point to Christianity as the path towards peace and harmony. The mask is just off at this point.
3: Where do you get such strong words? Quote, I find it baffling and reprehensible that a Catholic facility would be allowed itself to egregiously misuse and manipulate it. I bet you have never talked that strong from the pulpit. And you do that, and you wonder what's wrong with the church? We got a feedback. About a priest, Father John, in the Detroit Diocese, who did a white paper referring to something very, very wrong with the church. He's on the right path, but he's not at the corona vision for the full vision. And these are the priests that there's some hope for. We're going to read just part of this letter talking about what this priest says. So, this
4: letter comes from St. Joseph, Michigan. This priest is writing about the future of the church in michigan his premise is that the parishes of michigan were not doing well before the pandemic the parish priests were not doing well many living alone and the people of the parishes were not being individually taken care of because the priests were overwhelmed his idea is to change all of that by grouping priests into rectories with six to seven priests and hiring a large number of parishioners to take care of a long list of items, which are now under the pastor's to-do list. In reading his white paper, I thought of the corona vision that was shown in the beginning days of Medjugorje. He is not moving the church building or the houses around it, but making the priests much more available to individual people in the parish. This paper was written because he said the Catholic Church will not be able to just go back to the way it was too many parishes will go bankrupt because of the pandemic too many people will be out of work the way the church operates has to change immediately because of all that is happening in the world i hope that this information is helpful to a friend of medjugorje as he tries to pull together all that is happening in the united states concerning the pandemic the death of george floyd the protesting and riots and the future of the church So much happening so fast.
3: So Father John is grappling for an answer. What he's saying is a step in the right direction, but he doesn't have the direction. Our lady said, I will direct you. I will lead you. That means a direction. She said, change the direction of your life. So our ladies give us the full vision. And that's what's in the book, CoronaVision. What you need to do, everybody out there, is buy these books, buy the cases. And you get your parish directory, and you get your prayer group or your friends, handwrite letters, and mail them a copy. When it cost money, well, tithe. You're supposed to be spending 10% of your money to the church. Several people said to Gregory, I'm not sending any more money Put your money that you know heaven is bringing down to show for the solution. You don't have to go to your pastor to get permission for this. This is private revelations. There's absolutely no reason to go to your pastor. This is something that you're doing in ministry. l a says, spread my messages, speak of them to everybody you meet. Our never says, oh, you got to get permission. Why? Because you don't have to get permission where the authority over you is not there. You bypass the bureaucracy, and you mail these things to individual houses. Not everyone is going to accept it, but you're going to get a good percentage of people supported by what the events is happening with the riots and pandemics and all these things happening. People will read that and say, hey, this is right. Big Q, little Q, has brought so many people to Medjugorje who never knew about it, never would have even believed in it, and open avenues that we never had before. you got a too with this book, the Corona Vision book. We got it where when you buy cases, it's cheap, and you have to put your money where your mouth is. And if you're not doing that, you need to wash your mouth out to realize what you need to be saying. Make it clean. This will work. This will introduce people in your parishes to Our Lady in Medjugorje because it's supported by the pandemic. It's supported by what's happening in the writing. And it is the future. But it's no future if we don't take step and implement that. So we got to take those steps to that. Part of that is the miraculous magic around. Our Lady has built here different structures, different things to get there. The miraculous magic around is all about that to show you the way. And so we're going to hear a report for Century Silver now. To help you get there,
2: although you didn't mention it in the corona vision, it seems apparent that the miraculous metal megoy around physical silver is part of the corona vision, like I said you didn't specifically write that in there, but in the corona vision, you talk about the departure from the mega going back to small community. This would also include the dismantling and the departure from the centralized banking system and the fake money that we have today the Price of silver has undergone some dramatic changes in the last two months. Back in mid-March, it was down as low as $12 an ounce. Right now, as of today, it's about $18 an ounce. That's a 50% increase in the spot price of silver. In the beginning of the broadcast, you said that darkness is always trying to cover up the truth. Many people have desired to exchange large amounts of their paper dollars for the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Round, some with very, very large 401Ks. I'll give you one example. There was a woman, she's over 80 years old. She has almost a million dollars in her retirement account, her 401k, IRA. She was going to pull out almost the entire amount and put it in silver. You want to know what happened? She told her family. Her family got angry. They called Century Silver. They had a meeting with her. They talked to her over and over. Mom, you're crazy. You, You can't do this. And what happened? She didn't do it. We called her about a week ago just to check up on her because she said she was going to do a small portion. She said, please pray for me. I've entered into a really deep depression. She got attacked just like all the truth today is getting attacked from money system to those who are trying to start community to all those things that you've talked about today to Donald Trump. We also know other people, though, who prayed deeply and they acted at the time when the price of silver was down. Over a quarter million dollars, $300,000 some people pulled out of their 401ks. Today, and although we don't look at it this way, and a friend of Medjugorje has never advocated that the purpose of the round is to make money, but those who invested substantial sums back in March, early April, say $300,000 for example, their silver is now worth over $400,000 in a sense they gained $100,000, and this is denoted in terms of dollars but what you really gain and what especially you don't lose is purchasing power. A friend of Medjugorje has been so adamant about the stock markets if you have a 401k IRA your money is into or tied into somehow the stock and bond markets these paper markets and he is adamant about the fact that they will go away. Physical silver will not go away it will never be worthless and what you gain, not so much as dollars in the value of your silver, but you gain in purchasing power. The more that worthless money becomes known as more and more worthless and silver is recognized as more and more valuable, and that's happening every day, the more uncertainty grows, the more your purchasing power, the more that value of that silver rises. So to return to this woman's example, had she been able to, and let me take one step back, We spoke to her very strongly. Knowing this is a large amount, we said, this is your decision. We don't want to persuade you in any way. Here's the principles. You pray and you decide. And repeatedly, she was contacting us once, twice a day, saying, I pray deeply about this, and this is my decision. I feel God is moving me to this. Then she got swayed. And it wasn't just her family. It was her so smart financial advisor that guided her away from this. Had she done that exchange at the time when the price was down, She would have added about $400,000 to the value of her silver had she bought in at the right time when God moved her and when she prayed and when she had decided. But because of the interference, she did nothing, and she entered into a depression, and we're still waiting to hear back from her. But let's say, for example, that the market didn't go up and the price of silver didn't rise, but that we had a crash and the price or the, the spot price on the screen, so to speak, went down. And maybe the value of that silver, according to the market, was only $500,000. Well, we know that history teaches in a crash, there's a serious correction of prices. So even though the price of her silver might go down, the price of everything else experiences correction in a crash as well. And so her buying power, the value of that silver, might be worth, you know, just for example's sake, millions and millions of dollars. When you actually go to exchange that silver for something else of value, that has experienced a downward price correction as well. And just to sum up, as a friend of Medjugorje always says, the real value, the real goal is to get your food from your ground to your mouth. But silver in the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje round is an immediate interim step, a decision you can make today to protect your wealth, to preserve it, but also if you have extra wealth beyond that that you might put into land, it can be a preservation for that as well. If you would like to contact Century Silver Exchange, you can reach us toll free at 877 936 7686. That's 877 936 7686. You can email info at com or visit us on our website, centurysilver.com. Many people are contacting us today to give us lists of their loved ones, their names and addresses, and asking us to send them brochures for the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje around and other free information. Like the book, It Ain't Gonna Happen, we can provide that to as many people as you like. Just give us a call or send us a letter in the mail or or an email, and we'll get those out in the mail immediately. And of course, Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays income taxes on its income. If there is Any income left over at your end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further Caritas' mission.
3: I want to encourage you very strongly to have a pen and paper for tomorrow night's broadcast, 8 p.m. Central Time. You'll hear things, and you'll be able to research things when we give you where to go to research it, that will open your eyes to everything going on and help you with your direction. We look forward to you joining us tomorrow night.